I love that idea of reframing a relationship with the feminine, especially for, for like heterosexual men, I think, particularly like the way that they show up and, and that they're sexual with women is, yeah, it's a lovely way of like starting to reframe men's relationship with the world and rather than taking and, and feeling like she's going to take care of us, like our mum takes care of us, starting to take care of a lover like we would take care of a lover. Yeah, that's a beautiful way of thinking about it, dude. Yeah, no, that's, that's such a potent component in our relationship with the feminine. If we're expecting that feminine to always be our mother, she's not stepping into that growth for our own selves to be in that expression, in that freedom. How do you help men like realign or reestablish healthy relationships with their sexuality and, and how that pertains to femininity? What are, you, what are you, some of the things that you take men through? I, I know you said rites of passage. It's, yeah, it's a pretty holistic process and it's, it's still evolving. To me, some of the pieces and the main foundational components of healthy embodied sexuality is connection, connection to their bodies, their ability to feel, their ability to be present with feelings and let it move through the body because that, that pillar of presence that to me is the embodiment of the masculine, being able to be present, being able to witness and provide that supportive witnessing container to whatever's going on. And then from that point, being able to step into the feminine, bring things in the form and all those components. So movement is really powerful because if our bodies are lacking circulation, we're not detoxifying our cells. We're not living in our highest vitality. We're not bringing that vital force forward. So by ensuring that we are at home and occupying our bodies, that's going to deepen and enhance our connection. So presence and connection, responsibility, recognizing that self-care is our responsibility, talking about the feminine, that responsibility of nurturing all those aspects, embodying the archetypes, the warrior, or what I like to call the protector, like you're talking about that reframe of mother to lover, the magician, the sovereign, the lover, and that, that archetype of the steward, the one who's looking over and watching over everything. That steward is the one who carries the responsibility, that long-term vision with the day-to-day -day action and the balance and the dynamic shifting around all of that. So through that responsibility, that's where sovereignty comes in and the recognition around our sexual energy and how we can cultivate that, how we can use our creative power. Because I believe our truest power and potential is rooted in our sexual energy. And that power is, again... If we want to ejaculate and recognize that that's a choice that we can divert or direct or choose where that energy goes, that applies to life. And so the recognition that that applies to life and it's not sex doesn't, to me, sexual energy doesn't imply sex or sexual intercourse. Sexual energy is creative energy and recognizing that when I speak, I'm creating. When we're eye gazing or connecting or hugging, we're creating if I'm planting plants, if I'm harvesting plants, if I'm eating, if I'm cooking food, all these aspects of life are creating. And so what am I creating? Am I just talking all the time and not ever following through? Because that could be considered excessive ejaculation energetically of like, all right, I'm not doing anything with it. It's just going out rather than like, all right, cool. Downloading these channels, speaking it, moving it through the body, bringing it in the form and then keeping that open current and that flow. So food movement, breath work, sexual cultivation practices, the exploration of the masculine and the feminine, and to me, contribution. And again, reframe, 
I don't use service anymore. I used to say service, but I've reframed it to contribution because service has that root of servant where there's like a master servant that not so much reciprocal energy, but hierarchical take and deal with it energy. And so again, coming back to that lover respect and ultimately just helping men recognize that it's their own journey. It's their own path and help them come back and reconnect to themselves. And in that, we explore all those aspects. And the way that I really like to, to put it simply is, if anything's sacred, the human body is sacred. And Walt Whitman said that. And I really deeply resonate with that because this is where everything exists. The relationship of sensation, of pleasure, of food, of connection, of sexual intercourse, of stimulation, of pain, all these components that we experience through life is our own body and our own thing. So ultimately, I'm doing my best to help them come back home to themselves. There's so much that resonated with me in what you just shared and so much of my own philosophy I see mirrored in, in what you're, you're sharing, particularly w- with what you just spoke about then. And there's this almost like body positivity kind of movement around men's work, which is like, getting back to yourself, getting back to your sensations. And I know that this comes from, well, it doesn't necessarily come from, but I know a component of like classical tantric work as well and and, and of yoga and like um, Ayurveda is all about connecting back into yourself and connecting back to the sensations of your body. And, and you know, this philosophy, classical tantra kind of coming out of Vedanta, which is the end of the Vedic philosophy, which is, you know, quite body negative and quite material negative you know, this idea that we need to transcend the physical world and that we need to reach enlightenment and nirvana by getting away from the body and by getting away from the material world versus like the tantric idea of, uh, and I guess also of like the Tibetan Buddhism idea of, as well of, of like, um, uh, of getting back into the body. And what if, what if instead of transcending and escaping the body to, you know, getting rid of, out of Maya and out of the dirt, to transcend into enlightenment? What if enlightenment was going within the body and was experiencing the body in its fullest capacity and in its like fullest sensation? And you know, that's where that's where this body positivity kind of comes from. It's like let's let's experience life to its fullest. And what if that was nirvana? What if that was enlightenment? Um so I love that idea, dude. And and you you shared something as well, which kind of you know hit a hit a home run for me, which is like, you know, speaking and excessive speaking being like excessive ejaculation, right? And that's so powerful, dude, because you know, I, I often remember like trainings, I suppose, or teachings from Ayurvedic and, and kind of yogic lineages, which is like talking about ojas and ojas being this this substance that we have a limited amount of, right? And it's part of our creative energy. And everything that we're doing is creative. Like you said, you know, cooking is you know, creating a meal. You know, speaking is creating words and creating language or, you know, thinking our thoughts are creative, we're creating mental images, sex, we're creating, you know, whether it's creating life, you know, in a procreative sense, or we're creating that exchange of energy, we're creating, we're manifesting something, you know, and, and every time we create, we deplenish or diminish our ogis, you know, and, and some things, some things use more ogis than others. So, you know, for example, the, the procreative way of making sex obviously uses more ogis because it's more creative than maybe creating a meal. But everything that we're doing is depleting that ogis. So when we're, when we're out of ogis, we, we, we cease to create the next moment of our life. So we, 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 we pass out, we die. And this idea of like being healthy in your relationship with your ogis and knowing how to use it and, and when to create and when to store it and, and circulate it through your body and not wasting it and not diminishing it. 
I, I love that idea, man. It's that, that kind of hit home for me as well. Is that has that been like I think you said you you studied like some did you say Taoism? That's when you got introduced to Taoist practices. Yeah. Is that where like your your understanding of ejaculation started to to shift? Yeah, that's really when it started to shift. And and it made complete sense to me. I just was dumbfounded that no one talked about it before this. It's been really powerful for me to witness and see how enhancing it's been to life and to really just engage that relationship. Because to me, we're always in relationship and Steph like really, he said it. And I just, I deeply resonate on so many levels with Stephanos. When he said that, it's just really sat completely at ease with me continuously that we are always in relationship. And my work with permaculture and all those different components have always highlighted this. Like I said, to really engage that relationship has taught me so much about my body and cycles of energy. And like you talked about depleting that energy afterwards, just passing out because literally it's like gone. The more that I've cultivated that and have a healthy relationship with the cycle of releasing and recognizing that I don't have to be so dogmatic about it. Cause that was something that really I adopted was a strict no ejaculation practice at all. And I just would get mad and criticize myself. And so those parts of myself were still online that the critic and the judger that were really loud, that it was, it was still that performance-based, goal-driven, what am I doing? Am I making it about the orgasm? Am I making about this? Rather than stepping into that deeper aspect like you spoke about of experiencing it through the body and what's the connection that's like going on in myself that's going on and if I'm connecting with another person and the dynamic that's there and not doing something onto an object, but connecting and engaging in the flow that's actually happening. 